This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Is the metaverse all hype? And when does augmented reality become a real thing? Cristiano Mon, CEO of Qualcomm, has a few thoughts on these big trends. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. The following is the final part of my interview with Cristiano. So you brought up glasses, AR glasses, and the last time we talked was, I think I want to say it was CS 2021, where we, we did the round, we did the keynote, and you talked about your glasses, you pointed your glasses, and you were like talking about the, the, the prospect of glasses like the ones you're wearing right now, they're fairly thin and sleek, uh, that, those being AR glasses. I'm curious, like how far away, is that still, that's still stuff of sci-fi, right? Uh, I would look, if I have to make a prediction, we're probably about uh, five years away. You know, okay. you see improvements, generation, generation. We recently announced our, our latest reference design yes. and started to look more and more I like I talked glasses. to Hugo about that. It's yes. wireless, yeah. finally. So, it's, yeah. So, we're about five years away from that. It's not, okay. it's not a technology challenge that we don't have line of sight to. Okay. Uh, and, and speaking of AR, I mean, that's, that's obviously a, a key tenant of the metaverse, which is the hot buzzword in the tech world. I, I talked to Hugo about the metaverse, but I would love to get your thoughts on, in your mind, what the metaverse actually is. So I'm going to stick with the buzzword of the metaverse. And yes, you can have a metaverse uh, for social interactions. You can have a metaverse that you can go in and entertain yourself and uh, interact with other people. But you also could have the metaverse for the enterprise. Uh, here's how I think about it and how the metaverse actually is going to develop. I think it's realistic to think that we're going to have digital twins of everything. Now, let me kind of break that down for you. Let's say you have a car. And, and we've been talking about the future of the automotive you know, industry. Now, that car now can, is connected to the cloud. And it can, as you drive your car, you're creating a digital twin of your, of your specific car in the cloud. You will tell the car maker how you're using the engine. Are you using the way it was specified? Did they over-design it? Did they under-design it? Are you indicating possible signs as you apply artificial intelligence that probably you need some preventative maintenance to the point that when you take your car uh, uh, to the dealer, you don't have to explain what's wrong with it. So now move that. Let's talk about education, how kids are going to learn. Uh, augmented reality or virtual reality is a learning tool, yeah. the ability to uh, go to different places, but also to be able to uh, provide information like you would read a book, uh, superimposing things on top of the reality. Let's move it to enterprise training. Yeah. Let's move to how we're talking about interacting. Today, we we can have a meeting like you and I are having in person, or we could go back into Zoom meeting. But the reality is, what if we want to mix the two words? If you try that today, you're going to realize some people on Zoom, some people in the conference room is not that great. Right. Well, why don't you connect those physical and digital spaces so you actually have uh, 
holograms, and and uh, it's it's no different. So I think the applications are endless, and this is how the metaverse is going to develop. And uh, and most likely you're going to start to see getting a scale in the enterprise before everybody go live their lives in the metaverse. Okay. Well, and and think of AR glasses. Google showed off a set at Google I/O. It was it seemed like an early prototype. At one application, a Google Translate application. I'm curious on your thoughts on that, as well as WWDC, Apple's conference, which is next week, may or may not show off glasses or tease something. We'll, we don't know yet, but uh, just curious your thought, thoughts on these companies. I, I, I think it's just a sign of what we have been saying for probably more than a year. Yeah. It's happening. It's happening. It's going to be significant. And I still believe, you know, we can have an agreement about what the timeline is going to be, but it could be as big as phones. And what, all the companies are obviously excited about this and AR and metaverse. Um, consumers are still kind of scratching their heads about what this is about. When do you think this stuff will actually go mainstream? And is there sort of a, a tipping point moment you're looking for that, that gets people to actually go, ah, I, I kind of need to get in on this? The way, the way technology platforms work, and we, we have seen this, and, uh, is once you get to a certain scale, all of a sudden, it becomes very economical and attractive for developers to develop applications and content. So if you look, for example, of Meta with the Oculus Quest, uh, it's already having significant scale. We're already talking of, uh, you know, multiple millions of devices. And that is started as a result to ignite the developer ecosystem. And it's likely we're probably for VR. We are already at the crossover point, which this will now continue to get scale. Uh, AR, we're the very beginning of it, but I think it's going to be the same route, and AR is going to be bigger than VR. Interesting. Uh, and then just lastly, going back to phones, because we talked about AR a lot, but what are, what are the big innovations coming to phones? Because it seems like for, for the last few years, phones... They're great. There's minor improvements every year. They get a little bit better, but there's nothing that's really, you know, shaking things up, right? Maybe maybe foldables as a design thing. But over the next ten years, like where where does the smartphone go, or does it just disappear entirely? No, it, it will not disappear. I I think the functionality of uh, a smartphone is incredible. Really, it's uh, it is today the computing platform. It used to be the PC. That's the computing platform. Uh, I think form factors will probably continue to change. Uh, you have an artificial limitation today, which is the size of the screen. Yeah. So you could see uh, foldables could become uh, more mainstream. You know, you could have, you, you have another thing that is driving this. Uh, the future of work has moved some more of the productivity to phones. Yes. And then uh, people are now trying to understand what needs to get better in their phone for productivity use cases. That trend will have an impact on phones, but then the other way to think about it is what we talked about before. Um, you may have your phone, but you may have a companion device that could be your glass. Mm -hmm. And I think we're going to see probably a transition period as augmented reality gets scale as a companion to your phone. Got it. Well, Cristiano, thank you for your time. Appreciate this conversation. As always, uh, I'm glad to have done this in person. Uh, me too. Uh, really enjoy talking to you, Roger, and uh, happy to be here. That concludes my three-part interview with Cristiano Amon, CEO of Qualcomm. If you have any questions, ping me on Twitter at Roger W. Chang. 
And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.